dream the beautiful impossible dream because dreams are coming true left right and center the texas freaking rangers are world series champions they did it they closed it out we're gonna talk about how they did it how this is the most beautiful moment in the history of mankind and why that is all that and more on this episode of locked on rangers let's get into it you are locked on rangers your daily Texas Rangers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are locked on to the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Paddock, a cripplingly addicted Texas Rangers fan, covering this team for 10 seasons, including all five as the founder and host of Locked on Rangers. Thank you all so much for making Locked on Rangers your first or last or middle list in every single freaking day. If you're not already, you can follow me on Twitter at Bryce Paddock. You can follow the show at Locked on Rangers. Best way you can help grow the show is to hit subscribe on your favorite YouTube podcasting platform and on youtube to comment nearly any single thing below before we get into the greatest championship that any sports team has ever won the episode is brought to you by fanduel make every moment more right now new customers get 150 dollars in bonus bets with any winning five dollar money line bet that's 150 bucks if your team wins like the texas freaking rangers just did in the world series visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started now i had some notes in this game for this podcast about you know, Zach Gallen dealing early in and the moral value of bunting. But I figure I should just start with the Texas Rangers, our World Series champions. That's right. Believe it. Believe it. It happened. It's real. I'm 98% sure that I didn't actually slip into a coma before game seven of the ALCS. And all of this has become a fever dream. But no, I'm pretty darn sure that this is all real. A five to nothing victory a four to one series win that all the haters hated watching or didn't watch but it doesn't matter who watched because i watched and you probably watched or maybe you didn't and you're just here to revel in the glory and that's okay because the texas rangers they finally did it i, I can't believe this team of goofballs and weirdos and Fat boys who self-proclaimed fat boys who love hot dogs gone undefeated in the playoffs. These creed loving absolute weirdos. Your favorite team, the Texas Rangers, are World Series champions for the first time in franchise history. This is this is an all-time great moment for every freaking Rangers champion fan. Championship Texas. I'm just I'm my words. Professional words, man, has no professional words anymore. They they are gone. The, all of the words, they've been worded out. I am just overwhelmed with all the feelings of joy and beauty and exercise demons. They're, they're all gone. None of the bad moments can hurt you anymore. Nothing can hurt you anymore. We're all invincible. We're all going to live forever. We're all going to achieve all of our wildest dreams. Nothing bad will ever happen to us ever again because the Texas Rangers are World Series champions. A team getting no hit through six innings said, you know what? I'm going to get a hit and it's going to be a cheapie and I'm going to get some more hits and then I'm going to get a run and I'm going to make you nervous and I'm going to not score a run for an inning. And then I'm going to just pour on four more in the most bizarre, ridiculous way. 
and we're going to give the Arizona Dombacks a lot of hope and then take it all away because Nate, the great Eovaldi, the man, the myth, the legendary champion, here is your moment to erase your legacy of your greatest World Series moment being in a losing effort. Here's your greatest moment, a guy whose command was was just flat out off, was just very off in the beginning of this game, but it did not matter. Oh, nine opportunities of running in scoring position, you say, for the Diamondbacks? Oh, I'll get you a whopping zero runs. Zero hits with runners in scoring position because Nasty Nate turned it on when he needed to. The story of him in the postseason, in the regular season, coming up in the biggest moments, the biggest starts every freaking time that the Rangers needed him, he did it. And the bullpen coming on in a one nothing game to get three innings of work, two outs from Araldis Chapman, two and a third innings from Josh Spores first save of the postseason josh sports closing out a world series of the texas rangers my god i do not believe this team this freaking team is just unbelievable the way they did it every single time it was never going to be normal it was never going to be easy it never is with this team but hey bruce bochy's got ring number four and 13 years to the day when he broke Texas Rangers fans hearts and and ended their season by giving the San Francisco Giants their first ever World Series in franchise history since it moved to San Francisco 13 years later. What a way to say I'm sorry and you're welcome by winning that franchise their first ring after some just grueling heartbreaks. I mean. This team freaking did it. They did it for all of us. They did it for you. They did it for me. They did it for your kid, for your parents, for your brother, for your sisters, for your friends, for your neighbors, for everybody who's ever worn a Texas Rangers hat or cheer the name Rusty Greer or Pudge Rodriguez or Nolan freaking Ryan. They did it for all of us, all the diehards, all the, the bandwagoners, all the, the medium fans, whatever kind of fan you are, they did it for you. This is your championship. Enjoy it revel in it for another 12 months the texas rangers can say you can't say anything to me nobody can say anything to me ever again the texas rangers are world series champions six shoutings from nate eovaldi and the heim time damn breaking hit and a defensive error that cost these d-backs dearly and a capper from the cap'n a two-run blast from Marcus Simeon to make me out loud say, oh my God, these fools are about to do it. And by God, they did it. They freaking did it. This team, this team. I think we have to all be Creed people now. I think that's our penance. This is this is what we pay. This is what we pay for. We we are all listening to, to the song higher every single day for the rest of our lives. That that if that's what it takes. Worth it. Am I gonna have to get a, a Creed tattoo or you know start karaoke and Creed songs all day long forever? You know what? If that's what it takes, worth it. This freaking team is unbelievable. They are so together, they are so for each other. They they did it. They freaking did it. I cannot believe this team freaking finally did it after all the times they were so close. They almost did it, but they made you think this is the team. This is the team. No, this is the team. I actually, no more Mazar is going to take us to the promised land. Actually, Lewis Brinson, Jorge Alfaro, Joey Gallo, Nick Williams, for those guys too, for John Daniels, for 
for Budge Rodriguez, for the ghost that Adrian Beltre suffered, for the ghost that Ian Kinsler and Prince Fielder suffered. This team, for Elvis Andrus, for Colby Lewis, for every single player in franchise history. Heck, give them all rings. Give them all rings. Give everybody, give Tom freaking Grieve a ring. Give Steve Busby a ring. Give everybody who's ever been around this team, ever gone to a game, just rings for all of you. Rings for everyone. It's just what an incredible moment in franchise history. A championship run, unlike just about anything I have ever seen. No, absolutely unlike anything I've ever seen. Every other championship run has been absolutely garbage in every single sport. Nothing compares to this Texas Rangers run. And by God, I can't believe I freaking called it. When Grant Schiller and I were doing our playoff predictions right after the regular season, initially I waffled and said, ah, the Rangers are going to get to the ALCS and win there. And then right before the end of the episode, I said, you know what? No, screw it. This team's winning it all. Irrational confidence time. Being Delulu is the Salulu. And you know what? It freaking worked. The delusion worked. The irrational confidence worked. This team was so irrationally, rationally confident in itself. They never stopped believing the journey song was actually written about the 2023 texas rangers who are world series champions come have a look a little bit more at this game this moment and this freaking franchise that are world series champions right after this word from our sponsors this episode is brought to you by fanduel Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with but with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins, just like the Texas freaking Rangers did in the World Series. You want to go look up some odds for the Rangers to win it all again next year when they got Jacob deGrom coming back? And heck, when they go sign Shohei Otani in the offseason, why not? Everything's coming up, Rangers. Go place your bets there. You can bet on everything from spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Shout out to the aviators making Lockdown Rage your first listen every single day on tomorrow's show. I will still be talking about the World Series champion, 2023 Texas freaking Rangers. This is the most incredible, unbelievable, beautiful run of any sports team of my lifetime. The unlikelihood of it. In case you had forgotten, the Texas Rangers actually lost the division on the final game of the season when they lost one to nothing to the Seattle Mariners. And then they had to fly across the country to go face the Tampa Bay Rays. I don't know if you knew that. I don't know if anybody had ever told you that in the history of this playoff run outside of the 18,000 times that I believe Fox was contractually obligated to mention it. But the Texas Rangers, just an unbelievable team going in to Tampa Bay, kicking the crap out of the 99 win Rays and all the, the excuses of all oh, the Rays are hurt. Oh, nobody could ever suffer such, such, uh, such terrible injuries as the Rays had. And uh, that that's why in this, you know, wild card format, actually they should have been the, the second seed and the Rangers should have played somebody else and all oh, those unfair. Oh, well, okay. Well they'll, they'll play the 101 win Baltimore Orioles. And oh, there's no way that the Rangers will ever be ever beat these 101 win Baltimore Orioles. They were so much better than them. They're so much better. And what, the Rangers do they went and they kicked their freaking teeth in for two games in Baltimore and kicked their teeth in for one more just for good measure in Arlington 
And everyone thought, oh, well, those those Baltimore Orioles, they've got such a bright future. And those Rangers and John Smoltz even on the broadcast saying, well, if you replayed the series 10 times out of 10, then the Rangers probably wouldn't win like this. Well, if you replayed the, the series 10 times out of 10, John Smoltz would suck all 10 of those times. And, you know, the best I haven't even gotten to the best news of the Texas Rangers winning the World Series. We don't have to listen to John Smoltz anymore. What a glorious day. It goes into hiding, into remission until at least March of next year. You'll never have to hear him whine and complain about how the Rangers are not actually that good. Oh, what a what a blessing. And then after kicking the crap out of those Baltimore Orioles, we had such a bright future. And honestly, they do. And probably the first of, of many uh, playoff series of the Rangers versus the Orioles. Maybe next time they'll be in the ALCS. But in the ALCS this year, the Rangers storm up 2 nothing to the Astros, kick their teeth in, then get their own teeth kicked in at three games in Arlington that apparently is, is more the Astros' home than the Rangers, but that's okay because Houston is more the Rangers' home than the Astros. And even after the most heartbreaking loss I have ever seen, more heartbreaking than any other loss, any other playoff loss, any other World Series loss, any sports moment in franchise or any the history of sports that game five loss was about to hit harder than anything ever. And the Rangers just played like Taylor Swift and just shook it off, went into Houston, dominated in game six, and then dominated even harder in game seven in a game that I'm still not entirely sure that I didn't black out and fall into a coma before because it was such an absolute annihilation of the defending champion Astros. Now the Rangers have as many legitimate World Series titles as the Astros. They can't hold that over you anymore. What a beautiful thing. And then the Rangers head into the World Series and they, they're they losing. They're losing badly in game one. They're losing badly. And oh, they're so outplayed. And then up comes Corey Seager, the home run hero, the World Series MVP, I think. I kind of blacked out. Uh, I, I think he's World Series MVP, unless they randomly gave it to Josh Forrest, which would be really funny, but I don't, I don't think that happened. And he hits a game-tying home run off of Paul freaking Seawall, the unhittable guy, down to nothing to a tie game. Then El Bombi does what he does, hits a walk-off home run in game one in the 11th inning. And then the Rangers get just kind of clobbered in game two. And everyone thinks, oh, well, these Rangers were outplayed in the first two games. The Diamondbacks are actually better. These Rangers are never going to actually continue their road road struggles because this D-backs team can't be killed. Well, they're killed. Snake's alive. Snake's dead. Snake's deader than dead. The head of the snake is cut off and stomped on by the Texas freaking Rangers. They go in there and they win the first game in Arizona. And then they win the second game in Arizona and absolutely kick their freaking teeth in. Just an absolute butt kicking. That It doesn't end the right way. It doesn't end... With with using no leverage relievers, they had to use Jose Leclerc in there. But they didn't make that mistake today <laughs> with the five-run lead, a five-nothing lead. They said, hey, let's let Josh Boris go and take it out. And a team getting no hit through six innings, but an absolutely masterful performance by Gallon. Just truly one of the best performances I think I've ever seen. Like just absolutely immaculate pitching. Would he have been just not anywhere near himself in these playoffs? And then the Rangers just eventually just did enough, which is what this offense did all year was enough. You need one run. We got you. You need 10 runs. We got you. You need 12. Every once in a while, we got you with that too. This offense, this team just picking each other up time and time and time and time and time again, in route to a world series victory. This is just an absolutely beautiful freaking moment. Thank you to Marcus Simeon, to Corey Seager, Devin Carter, Mitch Garver, Josh Young, Nathaniel Lowe, Jonah Heim, Leo Tavares, Travis Jankowski, El freaking Bombi, Josh Spores, 
Chris Stratton, Grant Anderson, Max Scherzer, Cody Bradford, everybody on this freaking roster. Jose LeClerc, everybody in here doing work. Dane Dunning, John Gray, Andrew Heaney, Martin Perez, Jordan Montgomery. My God, this was just an everybody effort. Everybody. I mean, think about the people who now get to have World Series rings because of this team. Joe Barlow, Cole Reagans, Alex Spees gets a ring. Ian Kennedy gets one as well. Will Smith, who participated. Jake Latz, Yeri Rodriguez, Glenn Otto, John King, Jonathan freaking Ornelas. You might, might have forgotten this one. Sandy Leone, Bubba Thompson. I'm just going to keep naming random names excitedly because that's just where I am mentally at this point. Also, Brad Miller, King, Vibe King, and JP freaking Martinez. They needed every single one of these guys. They needed every single one of these wins. They needed every last bit of every single guy on this roster. Zeke Duran as well. Have, I mean, have a year. Have a first half a year and then come up and be present on the roster at the end. I'm glad that he got to at least be on the roster at the end. Not glad it was because of an Adoles Garcia injury, but still this freaking team is unbelievable. I said it from day one, this, that opening day win, that wacky opening day win who can you remember who got the win in that wacky opening day win? who was credited with the decision, the pitcher credited with the decision. That's right. It was Cole freaking Reagan's on a beautiful start by Jacob DeGrom, one of six perfect, beautiful starts. Hopefully there will be at least six next year, maybe even six in the playoffs in route to going back to back. Who knows? But this team right now on an absolutely unbelievable journey through to the world series to win it all an incredibly difficult journey filled with so many challenges and so many naysayers and so much just toxic garbage discourse. Honestly, there was so much great baseball played by this team. It's really annoying to me how much of the discourse was just about stupid garbage that didn't matter about, oh, well, is there too much layoff rest? Is the, Are these teams that are 100-win teams, that are, if they have an extra day's rest, is, is that actually unfair to them? Or, oh, whatever nonsense was being talked about about why the Braves lost or why the Dodgers lost or whatever. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Oh, nobody's going to watch this World Series. I don't care. It wasn't for you. It was for me. It was for the people listening to this podcast. It was for our friends. It was for our family. It was for Arizona, who deserved to be here because they kicked everyone's butts along the way. They won the games. That's how you get here. That's how baseball works. And I don't care who else watched. I'm not a sports executive. I'm not. I don't work for Fox. It's not my job. My pocketbook hasn't changed by how many people watch this game. It doesn't matter. All that matters is that we watched it. We saw it, and we got to enjoy a World Series championship for the freaking ages. Coming up, I'm going to talk more about the World Series champion Texas Rangers and some, some key moments, some absolutely beautiful moments from this unbelievable run. Right after this word from our sponsors. Now, shout out to the Texas Rangers for vanquishing. Shout out to the everydayers for making Lockdown Ranger first listen every single day. Sorry, my, my thoughts are scatterbrained. My brain is, is scatterbrained. It is just the existence of a podcaster podcasting about his favorite team, making the World Series for the first time in 12 years and winning it for the first time ever and validating some of these deepest, deepest dreams of this team 
that has brought me so much joy through so many years. This is episode 958 of the Locked On Rangers podcast, and it has gone from a rinky-dink rinky-dink little podcast between me and Morgan Price trying our best to figure out what the heck a podcast even is, talking about a mediocre, fun, but scrappy 2019 Texas Rangers team, and then me going solo, and then the podcast and the world shutting down because of COVID, and this team going into the absolute crapper, and then talking a big game about how Oh, we're going to we're going to rebuild this team. We're going to, you know, spend a bunch of money on free agents at the end of 2021 when they traded away the only good prospect they've brought up in years in Joey Gallo and they got a pretty decent return for him in Josh Smith and Ezekiel Duran. And then they talked a big game down the stretch of the most disgusting, upsetting, bad baseball that I've ever watched is this finals the second half the post-trade deadline 2021 Texas Rangers. And the front office had the audacity to say, no, we're going to spend big. Actually, we're going to be player, players at the top of the market. We're going to go get, you know, not just one big free agent. We're going to get a bunch of them. And here I was sitting here saying, okay, all right, sure. Oh, you're going to bring in Chris Young? Okay, the, the tall man? Oh, he's going to help build my favorite team into a World Series contender? Oh, sure. Oh, Mr. Ray Davis, who hasn't spent a freaking penny? in ages hasn't dealt out a big free agent contract since Shinsu Chu. Oh, he's going to spend big at the top of the market now. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'll believe when I see it. And then boom overnight. Here's Corey Seager. Here's Marcus Simeon. Here's John freaking gray all within 48 hours. And then a lockout and then another bad season and another season of pretty good drafting, but still didn't feel like they were quite there. And then here comes an off season and here comes Bruce freaking Bochi. And you think, no way. They're serious. They're dead serious about being a winning team. They might turn this around real quick. This is this is not how rebuilds go. This is not how you build a franchise. This is not how you build a sustainable contender. But it's how the Rangers did it. It's how the Rangers did it, and that's how a lot of teams are going to try and do it. And then, after you get Bochy, the whole thing starts to feel like, oh, well, yeah, you fired Chris Woodward, and you fired John Daniels, and well, the Woodward move felt kind of necessary. Was, I think he would be a solid manager in a different place, but just definitely not the right time and not, not the right place for the Texas Rangers. And if you had literally any other manager in place and you could bring in a Bruce Bochy, you bring in a freaking Bruce Bochy because all he does is win freaking rings. And then you got that guy, and you sign Jacob Grom, and then you sign Nathan Evoli, then you sign Andrew Heaney, you bring back Martin Perez. And you got yourself a rotation. You also trade for a Jacob Rizzi, who you see approximately zero of. And that's why you get a billion pitchers. You get, there is no such thing as too many pitchers. There is no such thing. You know how many starting pitchers the Rangers had at the beginning of the year? They had Jacob DeGrom. They had John Gray. They had Nate Evaldi, Martin Perez. They had Andrew Heaney. They had Dane Dunning. They had <laughs> freaking everybody. They had Cole Reagans. They had Glenn Otto. Taylor Herring was still thought of as an option. Spencer Howard, who's also going to get a ring, was thought of as an option. And Jago Rizzi. You had all those guys. And look how many made it to the finish line. Look how few. Dane Dunning's still standing. John Gray is, is still mostly standing. Nate Evaldi is standing. Martin Perez is, is standing, but with a hip problem. So standing at kind of a crooked angle. I mean... My God, Andrew Heaney is still standing. It takes so much for this team to win. So much for the things going right. I mean, the story of this team, the story of this season, 
the story of this playoff run is so many things went right, but also so many things went freaking wrong. I mean, the injuries, the injuries, the injuries to everybody. Five All-Stars injured, currently five Cy Young Awards on the Texas Rangers IL. Five of them. Not just one guy with five of them, but two different guys with multiple Cy Youngs. Two guys who are potential future Hall of Famers. Well, one for sure a future Hall of Famer, and one of them, we'll see how he he heals up from this Tommy John and if he gets himself a ring and another Cy Young to add to his collection. If, it, if that's the case, then I, I, I think he might end up getting in there. But also, so many guys breaking out. So many guys having great years. Adoles Garcia proving that I'm not a flash in the pan. I'm not a one-time All-Star. I'm a multi-time All-Star. I'm an ALCS MVP, and I'm a bad freaking dude who's going to haunt the hopes and dreams of the Houston Astros for the rest of their natural born lives. What a, what a freaking statement there. Uh, we also have Corey Seager battle back after a rough year battle back through some injuries, missed 40 games. And Oh, by the way, had just an absolutely incredible regular season and an even more unbelievable postseason. Marcus Simeon, who had just the worst first two months of a contract. I think we've ever seen. And then goes out and has an MVP type season. Two guys with the combined 14 war, 14.3 war. If you're looking at baseball reference, guys you paid half a billion dollars who pay him half a trillion freaking dollars. What a freaking steal. Not just buying two guys. I mean, you buy three basically big name free agents. You trade for one more in Max Scherzer. You trade for Jordan Montgomery, which, which, by God, get that guy a life, lifetime contract. I don't know what it takes, but bring that man back is not going to be this version of him. This is the best version of him that we, we've seen. But he was incredible this postseason. I mean, shout out to Jordan Montgomery, who they had ready and waiting to go in, in the next game if it got to there. And it didn't. Thank God. The Rangers got to, you know, cure our fears after a, a not great start from, from him and Evaldi in the first two games of this series. The first time either of them have looked really particularly moral outside of that one game against Baltimore, which I chalk that more up to the Rangers just scoring too many runs than actually to Jordan Montgomery looking not great. But this is a team that saw its window and went all in. And so all in that it wasn't really that all in. I mean, you traded a lot of pretty decent prospects, pretty solid prospects, but I'm not going to think, about actually, that's a lot. I'm going to think about Cole Reagans for the rest of my natural born life because um, I, I love Cole Reagans, and uh, that's always going to be a bummer to me of how that one worked out. But you know what? I will be whining and moaning significantly less about him, and I will be whining and moaning none for any other player traded, any other prospect traded by the Texas Rangers. Oh, Luis and Hill Acuna. Oh, no. What if he turns into exactly his brother and becomes a Hall of Famer? Good. I hope he does. I hope he's amazing. What if Thomas J.C. turns into an MVP player? What if he's, you know, a world beater for the next 30 years in Major League Baseball and plays till he's 50? Good. I hope he does. I hope he's amazing. What if Tacoa Roby wins a Cy Young Award or, or three Cy Young Awards and wins the St. Louis Cardinals a championship? Well, I won't be happy about them winning championships. But cool. I don't care. I don't ever have to care ever again. And neither do you. You don't have to have debates of the merits of going all in, of trading two position players that had no positions. I mean, this infield, this outfield, this entire lineup is pretty much locked up for the next three, four years. So they could take this entire core and just run the same freaking thing back. Maybe add a few more pitchers because, again, you can always use about a bajillion more pitchers. 
But oh, by the way, little 21 year old Evan Carter, who set the record for the most doubles by uh, in, in a World Series, because of course he did very under the radar because he was sandwiched right behind right behind uh, Corey Seager and Adolis Garcia just doing his little savior thing. And he, he's 21 years old, in case you forgot. And oh, by the way, they got another big boy, big bat coming who might be even better than Evan Carter and Wyatt Langford, who uh, did not get his his dramatic major league debut in a world series because that was never going to happen instead we got heroics from travis jankowski we got heroics from everybody in this freaking lineup stepping up in the biggest way contributing in a team win all the stupid cliches that are thrown around about how these team wins for each other and oh by the way they also snapped Cattell Marte's hit streak just just so you know it only took three walks to do it but hey they finally did it. Someone kept Cattell Marte from getting a hit in a game. Of course, it was the Texas Rangers. Of course, it was them doing it in the weirdest way possible. This team only does things in the weirdest way possible. That's that's all they know. That's all they know. In the final game of a team that's legacy of so much of this season was, oh, the offense came with runners in scoring position. Final game of the season, three for 10 with runners in scoring position versus the opposing 0 for 9 with 11 runners left on base. The stolen bases didn't matter. The aggression didn't matter. The unkillability of the Snakes did not matter. A huge hat tip to that team. They were very worthy adversaries. This was not as close as a 4-1 series win looks. It was very nerve-wracking. Every game was very nerve-wracking. But credit to that young team. They were fantastic this year that was a great opponent and i have nothing but respect for them and i have a lot of love for the diamondbacks and their fan base of after all the the vitriol and the the nonsense and the just agony of even winning in seven games against houston astros and i'm sure there was a lot of uh you know name calling and and uh nonsense going on with them and the phillies of just a, a nice very polite kind world series of mutual respect and admiration and love for one another. What a beautiful way to close it out. What a wonderful way to close out this baseball season, the baseball season of a freaking lifetime. I cannot believe the Texas Rangers are world series champions, but then again, a freaking course I can, because why wouldn't it be this team? There's no reason why it wouldn't be. It is. It forever is your Texas Rangers are world series champions no one can ever take that away this beautiful moment my god what a way to end it what a season what a run what a freaking day i had a feeling in my bones that today was the day and i'm glad that they proved me right what a freaking day no more baseball games for a little while unless you want to watch some arizona fall league which um i'm sure we'll get into all of that and about a Billion different things we're going to talk about for this run every day, Monday through Friday, as we head into the off season until around Christmas time. Going to be so many more podcasts breaking down every single aspect of the World Series champion 2023 Texas Rangers. Thank you all so much for listening and watching and all of your kind words and heartfelt um, messages throughout this season and the many seasons episode 958 hopefully more than 958 to go texas rangers are world series champions thank y'all so much and don't forget to enjoy world series champion texas rangers baseball